0: Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, July 5, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? There's a lot of stuff going on on the docket. We're going to discuss the fact that the market, albeit only finished up a fraction on the day from Friday's close, had a pretty stellar day when you peel back the onion and you go back to this morning, what they had an opportunity to do and what they didn't do and ended up doing by the end of the day, which is finishing basically on the highs of day. That's a positive development. Let's break it down a little bit further. First, we go back to last week. What were we discussing last week? The fact that they could rally into the three-day holiday weekend, the July 4th or Independence Day holiday, and also statistically, there is actually more upside, doesn't guarantee it, but statistically, there's more upside leading into the first part of July. Here we are in the first part of July, notwithstanding that the lazy swing trader folks, we put on a long SPY position using options. Last week, we caught pretty much near the lows. We've already taken off one of three profit targets that was a same-day type of situation. Now we're holding the rest, letting it bake in the oven and produce the results. You see a line down there at 374.65. That's generally the spot where A... The bulls stay in control if they continue staying above, or B, they could go down another chunk of points if they get below. Today, early this morning, they ran another test near those lows. They reversed, finished on the highs. That's a bullish development. Here's an hourly chart. So Let's just get our faculties. When you look at where they opened up the day, which was down here, or they opened up here, went down immediately, they had an opportunity to kill the tape. They could have easily went down to 370 and lower. Instead, they reversed the tape, shook out the early weak hands, as they say, and basically went up for the remainder of the day after the morning reversal. Let's talk about the daily chart, expectations going forward. Let's talk about where we are. So they got above... Friday's high. They closed above Friday's high. 381.70 was Friday's high. They closed at 381.95 today. There's no accidents or coincidences. They had a choice. They chose to close above it. That's more of a bullish signal. Where else are they? They're above the big fat round number of 380. They're also into this big breakdown candle. Now, we talk about these all the time. Once they start getting into these, they like to climb up the big breakdown candle. So what do we have in between the top of the big breakdown candle, current price, or even the low of the breakdown candle? We have the 20-period moving average on the daily chart. That's going to move down again on Wednesday. But it would be customary and garden-variety market behavior to get into and spike into home base. Home base is the 20-period moving average. We know price doesn't like to get too far away from home base. It's a guideline. You wouldn't be surprised to see price hovering either at or slightly above home base. The net-net was from last week, we were expecting upside into the end of last week and follow through into this week. With an opportunity to kill the tape today in the reversal, I stand by, we're looking for more upside into this week. The schematic is active. Let's check out the weekly chart. Let me point something out that makes total sense to me. Hopefully, it makes sense to you. So we have this low that was put in the week ending June 17th. Fair enough. The following week, they have a nice big up week. They fill the gap. And all of a sudden, they come back down to do what? To run a test of the lows, near the lows, of the most recent breakup candle from the week ending June 24. That's basically what just happened. We talk about this stuff all the time, so we're not surprised to see them do this kind of thing all the time. From a bigger picture perspective, we shouldn't be surprised to see them trade up into what will be a convergence of the 20 week moving average the 100 week moving average and also near the top end of this big breakdown candle that's garden variety market behavior this is a weekly chart takes a while to play out but this is just food for thought looking at the big picture perspective what about the flip side we're back to the hourly chart and the flip side is pretty easy you can see here that the market found support three times down in this area below 375, 374, in that zone. So guess what? If this fails, the move up from today and the reversal we saw today, so if this fails, guess what? They're likely not going to find support down in the same area anymore, but likely find the market down at 370 or worse. We are the umpire. We're calling balls and strikes. You must look at both sides of the tape, the bull side, the bear side. You have to show up to the game with no bias. Now, one might say, well, how can you show up with no bias when you're already long the market? Well, yes, I'm long the market. My expectation is that the trade is going to work. The charts are going to play out as indicated, but we have to have the full awareness of the other side. If the other side plays out, I have to be an analyst, understand the other side, and hence be prepared for the other side. Let's check out inside the numbers. Now, I'm not sure why this print is smaller than normal. We'll get it fixed for tomorrow. But either way, I'm going to read you the important stuff, and then it clears up as we go up the page. It's Turnaround Tuesday. Hence, we got the flush lower this morning, and then the Turnaround Tuesday. Hey, you doing? They did the thing where they rally into the 3-day holiday weekend. The concept going in was there's more upside into this week. Now, this is at 0 dark 30. This morning, we started with a normal garden variety pullback as the morning grew on, it morphed into a sell-off. The today's numbers are as follows. We'll start with the bear case. We had 377 down to 376 and a quarter. They went lower, but this was at zero dark 30. You'll see other numbers come out later in the commentary. The bull case is getting above the big fat round number of 380 for starters. They did that by the end of the day. Above Friday's high, we talked about this earlier, 381.70 is the gateway for another leg higher. Where did they close today? Just slightly above that number. Should be interesting going forward. Let's see what else we have as the day gets underway. Right before the opening bell, 9.21, here's what we've got. 3.76 and a quarter is our early pivot. Now write that number down because it's going to come back around later and it's going to be very interesting what happened. And then you're going to look back to say, oh, that's what happened. So they can and most likely will spike 3.76.25. What's below? The same spike of 375 down to 374.65. There would normally be a bull bear battle down there if reached. And there was. Funny how that works. Now pay attention to this one, get out your sticky notes again. It's a zone I'm likely willing to buy for a bounce back in the other direction should they reach it sooner than later. We'll let them get the thing open. It's an awareness just in case they drop them quick. Again, here it comes again. Watch this. One of the concepts is the importance of 376 and a quarter. It being the pivot and them wanting to fight back to the pivot to run a test or get above. Closing candles below 374.65 opens the door for 372.30. Doesn't mean they get there, but the door would be ajar keep that in mind, let's see what else we have. they trade lower they're getting below 375 37465 below that but this is a zone. there should be a bull bear battle at this zone. they should be able to fight back to the pivot of what 376 and a quarter. remember that was provided before the opening bell. let's get our faculties. here's a five minute chart right of the vertical is today's activity. The top line is 376.25, the one we just talked about. The lower line is still 374.65. So they did the early morning shakeout thing. They went a little bit lower. But what did they do? They fought back to run a test of the pivot. The high in this candle is 376.28. There are no accidents nor coincidences in the market. They obviously came back down to run another test of the lower stuff before taking off later in the morning. But this was exactly the trade that was prescribed before the opening bell. We're moving along. Let's see what else we have. They tried to push lower. They turned around again. We're prepared for both sides. They were fighting the 374.65. Getting above should send them back to 376 and above eventually. They did that. You have to have patience in the market. Sometimes, they're just not ready to go yet. They have to run a further shakeout operation to get rid of the weak hands. By 10.38, there's the run back to the pivot prescribed before the opening bell. High of 3.76.28 against 3.76 and a quarter. And of course, we get a funny how that works. Read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Back and forth to finish out the morning session. Let's see what else we have as lunchtime comes about and beyond. We've got 375. It's a big fat round number staying above. They stay in a floater formation. 376.65 is now the bull pivot. Getting above that is bullish. Therefore, the next spot, 378 and a quarter, You've got 380, and you can read the notes from there. I urge you to read all the notes. Go back to the chart to double-check the work. If you're at all active or would like to be active trading the S&P 500, options, exchange-traded products, futures, whatever your vehicle of choice is, this is a tour guide set of information each and every day. Three possible stocks on the move today. We'll take a look at the charts of LIN, Rio, and Mosaic. Not much fanfare with Lindy Corp. They opened below the first number, so it's off the board. They bounced at the second number, provided just short of the minimum required base hit. But when they bounce like this and come back down below the entry, you have to say, well, they're either going to go to the second number, or now I'm trading on hope that they bounce again. So you have to take advantage of the first bounce. You see what happened here. They bounced around. They came up short of what was the third number, bounced back above the second number, floated around for the remainder of the day. The trade is early in the morning. Rio Tinto, the number was 56.60 on the board, bright and early, zero dark 30. They went slightly below, recovered. Went higher by the end of the day. Not exactly a fast trade, but nevertheless, certainly provided the minimum required base hit. And then some. The numbers work. Mosaic didn't hit its number. It's off the board. It's a no trade. What's going on over in Camp IWM? It's all the same market, same routine as the S&P 500. Retested the lows today from last week. Reversal. Finished near the highs. Heading for what? First, the 20-period moving average comes in at above 174, and then they'll begin climbing further up the big breakdown candle. What did they do? Put in a higher low. That's a bullish signal, at least, for the short run. Again, it's still a bounce in a downtrend from a bigger picture perspective, but we take the market at face value each and every day. What about the folks down at the transportation department? So we know about the 12,800, we talked about that a week or so ago, so they've held above that, but now let's look at what they did last week. First, we have a big breakup candle, below is 13,065, we talked about this. They ran a test once, twice, three times, four times, they have yet to close below the big breakup candle. If they're not going to do that, then what are they going to do? Head for the 20-period moving average and begin to climb the big breakdown candle from which is this. This is the 28th of last month. Higher-low scenario over here. It's all the same market. If the markets are going to get a boost higher, most everything is going to follow suit and get a boost higher. Same routine with the Q people. They've got a higher-low in place right down here. We have low higher low, already into the 20 period moving average, a little bit ahead of the S&P 500. They're already climbing the most recent breakdown candle. What's the objective really for the Q people right now? Obviously, they would love to get back to this area here, get into the 50 period moving average. This is right around 298, give or take, but that's not really the objective of the bulls. What is the objective? Well, Here's where the market broke down, and we know markets love to get back to run a test of former breakout and former breakdown areas, so we can call that area officially the target. 305, 306, 307, that's really what the Q people have in mind. Financials, all the same market, ran another test of that 31 area today. What's today's low by chance? How about 3102? Any accidents or coincidences? I don't think so. Same routine. 20-period moving average. Big breakdown candle. Let them climb up a little bit. They can make it up to this high here, 32.87 and above. They'll run up to fill this gap. You'll get a little bit of a slingshot effect going higher. About good old Smash Mouth. They made another low today on the chart. Reversed. Finished near the highs. Unless it's a fake-out operation... It should have more legs to the upside. Look for 210 to 215 if it's a real turnaround operation. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. This is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.